Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad, no one will film it. These brave podcasters will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads with Sean McBee and Joshua Baker. Yes, and Jeff Lewis. I keep telling him to say Jeff Lewis, and the guy's like, no. I like it better when you do it. I don't like him, and I don't want to say it. I think a custom intro every podcast means that I'm special. Mm, it means I haven't paid a man to say your name. Ooh. Yeah, but I've been introduced by Sean McVie every single episode of this podcast that I've been on. The least famous person in the room. <laughs> no, that's not. I true. would argue that's me. I don't even have a social presence. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, not to brag, guys, but my name has been on the big screen. Oh man, with a bunch of other names, and if you don't, if you aren't fast enough, it it goes away. And that movie, by the way, it's like 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, so I'm kind of a big deal. Oh, man. What movie? I want to watch this. Life of the Party with Melissa McCarthy. I'm just going to trust that your name's in there. (laughs) (laughs) I actually liked that movie. I did. Jeff Lewis, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we're on part five of Gladiator. And without further ado... Previously on Table Reads. Father? Father? Tom. Father? 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 Father! Fade in. Interior, the forge, Rome, afternoon. That's good. <laughs> Inside the workshop, Marius sits with his head in his hands. Maximus stands close to him. Juba pulls close to the workshop door and goes to the window and looks out at the street. There is a heavy silence, but for the shut furnace, which roars softly. Tiny roars. After a time, Marius raises his head and looks up at Maximus. I did nothing. Tell me what happened, Marius. What happened? I sat there in fear, and I did nothing. You sat there in Jesus. Jesus told you to sit there and watch your dad get murdered like a pussy, (laughs) and that's what you did by a fishmonger. I did nothing. My Maximus voice is exactly my Batman voice. (laughs) Sorry. Tell me. They slayed my father, and I ran. Marius. I am your father. <laughs> it's gotta happen, right? Marius stands and grabs hold of Maximus, his face twisted in rage. And I loved my father. You are alive, Marius. Marius releases Maximus. All these hollow words I've uttered. All this senseless, empty prattle. 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 Like cattle with a P. Like soft and like skittle. Skittle. Prattle. (laughs) Marius moves to the door of the workshop. Marius turns to Maximus. My father told me something this very morning. He said, 
hold true. Oh, Father, forgive me. Marius wrenches open the door to the workshop. Maximus moves after him. Wait! (laughs) Juba takes Maximus by the arm as Marius exits. Let him go, Maximus. He'll be murdered very quickly. (laughs) There are definitely people out there looking for him (laughs) to stab him to death. Let him go. They have pens. It's just you and me now. (laughs) (laughs) If you let someone, if you love someone, let them go. If they get cut to ribbons by Romans, it was not meant to be. (laughs) Not meant to be. Exterior, outside classroom. Rome, afternoon. A crowd has grown on the street around the classroom. A horse-drawn trailer stands outside. Marius pushes through the crowd and watches as two civilians carry the body of Cassian out of the schoolroom and load it onto the one trailer. We're going to number everything. Lucius, grim-faced, stands by the trailer. Marius, hidden in the crowd, watches Lucius. Marius turns and disappears back into the crowd. Nothing happened. Every scene is nothing happened. The one scene where something happens is just they fight. Maximus cuts them down. Seven words. (laughs) That's the literal only thing that has happened in this whole movie. Marius disappears into a crowd of 47 to 48 people. (laughs) (laughs) Their ages are 35, 45, 56. Male, female, large breasts. He doesn't even get that specific. Just like this person, age, no lines, has a name and an age, though. (laughs) Very important. Interior, the forge, late afternoon, Rome. Maximus and Juba sit in the workshop. There is a hammering on the door. (laughs) Yeah, there is. Maximus and Juba stand. Mm. Juba pulls open the door. Marius steps inside. Marius stands before... Okay. (laughs) So, here's what just happened. I'm going to recap. Please, yes. I know what you're saying. They're all in the forge. He's like, I'm leaving. He goes. He's like, oh, I see them moving my my father's body. I'll go back to the forge. (laughs) What? Nick Cave does not... I don't think he's watched a movie. Any movie. <laughs> I love it. I love it that Juba is correct, though. Juba's like, let them go. He'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back very See? shortly. See? <laughs> <laughs> I tied a spring to his pants. <laughs> he did not see. Remember those hundred shackles? That's like a comedy. Like He's like, listen, I'll help you. And he's like, I don't need your help. Walks outside. All right. Does that offer still stand? You still want to help? I saw 13 guards. <laughs> 13 guards, one trailer, and everybody had 31 teeth. Weird, I don't know. I walked over 42 cobblestones before I turned around. <laughs> Marius is Rain Man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The Asperger's is the real hero of this story. Maximus and Ju- uh, uh, Marius steps inside. Marius stands before Maximus. You said that you could help us. How? 
I will cut everyone down with one line of direction. I'm a soldier. I can teach you to fight. Then the time is now. There are other options. I see none. You could leave this place. Go elsewhere. As we speak, they are wheeling the corpse of my father away. I fail him once. I will not fail him again. Will you help us? Maximus stares at Marius. Juba looks furtively out the window. Hold on. So this guy's like, Jesus teaches us <laughs> that we are to sit and be peaceful no matter what happens. No matter what happens. Peaceful. But the instant I see some fucking blood, I'm changing that. <laughs> Jesus said turn the other cheek and the other cheek's got daggers in it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, Jesus, bit of a tosser. <laughs> I don't know why he has this accent. Like, I followed you. Turns out. Like, <laughs> I followed him with it. I'm like, yeah, that's You're making this movie better. Like, <laughs> you're fixing it. We're just re- we'll, we'll move it to London. Gladiator <laughs> 2. And it's just about British gangsters gladiating in the streets. Christians <laughs> ravines. Yeah, like pikers. Oh, it's a nice coral scene we've got here. Be a shame if someone were to... Uh, Happened to it. <laughs> Stab him in the neck with a panda, don't you? Got any giraffes? Oh, sorry, live giraffes, that is. <laughs> Not anymore, they don't. No. Oh, so, it's a nice giraffe you got there. It'd be a shame if some uh, lightning were to happen to it. <laughs> Please let me arrest him. <laughs> lightning strikes happen, you know. Rhinos turn into lumps in the desert. It happens. <laughs> Who is this I'm, guy? I'm, 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 closing, I'm closing my script now because Gladiator 2 has turned into fucking, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, oh, shit. Uh, the, Way to the gang everything, the, Jeff. The gang with the hats. The uh, blind, uh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. <laughs> like it just turned into the gang with the hats. Peaky Blinders. Yeah, they, get, they sew. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I got you. They yeah, sew yeah. razor blades. Yeah, razor shirts. Yeah. I haven't seen that show, but <gasps> but now I'm gonna watch it because uh, I can imagine people going, "Oh look, they've got hats." Run. You can't understand a fucking thing they're saying because it's, it's so they're so thick. They're the, like, they're the Peaky Blinders because they sew razor blades into their hats. So when they get in fights, they like take their hats off and like go for the eyes, like to fuck them up. It's really good. It's a really good show. Hmm, like a Chelsea smile almost. Yeah, but with the eyes, so Chelsea eyeliner. <laughs> Do you know what a Chelsea smile is? Yes, yeah, the like what the Joker's got, right? Like yeah, they they put a credit card in your mouth and they smack your cheeks so that it cuts your. Nah, I'm cash only, so. <laughs> and, and, and they do that like over a soccer game. Oh. Uh-uh. It's not even like a turf war. It's just like, oh, you like Manchester U? Well, I'm gonna fuck you up. Cash only don't like soccer. Got it. I'm never going to get that. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, Where the fuck are we? We fixed the movie. We can just close this. (laughs) As we speak, they're wheeling the corpse of my father away. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I just want to read this last line of direction because it's actually insane. Maximus stares at Marius. Juba looks furtively out the window. They're having a conversation and Juba's just looking out the window. And these two are now just staring at each other while Juba looks out the window. <laughs> How do you end a scene with characters staring at each other? 
That's not how you. I had to look up furtively. <laughs> I imagine it's like in a way that attempts to avoid notice or attention secretively. That's what it is. So Juba's acting so like a this wife. This is an awkward conversation. This is awkward. Father and son. <laughs> I'm going to be a wallflower. He's well. He's like he's like, uh, Marius. We definitely can teach you to fight in five seconds. <laughs> well, I want to fight. I want to kill the guy. Like I can't. was thinking of it more as he was looking out the window like a longing wife that understands that her husband's going to war. Like he's like <laughs> Maximus. I cannot let them take you again. Not from me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that accent? <laughs> Half peaky blind. Do it again. Do it again. Do I don't it. remember. He's like, a, I will let them put me in shackles again before I let them take before them from me. Before I let you. you take them from me. Do not take him from me. <laughs> Interior. Lucius's abode. <laughs> it's a abode. Hold on. No, this is this is better. Interior. Lucius's abode. Period. Room. <laughs> period. Room. <laughs> Period. Evening. A bone and room. He's like, that's too fancy. A bone, room, a room, chair, wood. <laughs> God oh, it. God, to the first line. Lucius stands in a room. <laughs> so, okay, cut from these two characters staring at each other with the black guy looking out the window. This in the is background. like the seventh time it's cut from that. And like. then cut to Lucius standing in a room. He's just standing there. At least he's not gorgeous. He's handsomely standing handsomely in the room. <laughs> Give it time. We rolling? I, I, <laughs> I have not looked ahead, but I'm going to guess that he mentions how beautiful he is in this description. The walls of the room are hung with a collection of swords and various implements of war. There are marble busts of emperors. Upon one bust is a breastplate of Maximus. The breastplate of Maximus. Lucius stands in front of the bust and stares at the breastplate. The room lamp lit. A haunted look on his face. Okay, so he didn't talk about how beautiful he was, but he's staring at Maximus's breast, so. Plate. I would. The breastplate he had in the afterlife. Yeah. That he uses to make shit shelter. But it didn't chest burst. Oh, he didn't bring it with him. Exterior street, Rome, morning. The streets team with people, vendors, civilians. Who refers to random people as civil? Wait, what's the difference between people and civilians? It's a good question. They're both listed. People, vendors, civilians, all walking in one direction. Because that's the only direction you can move. In, In this movie, you can only move in one direction. That's towards the center of Rome. It's... Towards the next plot point. <laughs> plot's over here. Plot's over here. Get your plots. Get your plot points. Plot armor sold in this one. Don't Dead die. giraffes. Rhino lumps. Be somebody. Buy one of my off camera animal deaths. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one. Get one. Three. There is much commotion and excitement. Maximus and Marius push through the crowds in the opposite direction. They enter an open stable. The horse trader is locking a door. My horse. I just really wanted to sit on that line for a second, honestly. <laughs> I don't know how to read it. There's no point. In the- no, no, there's my nothing horse. wrong with your. It's just my horse. <laughs> <laughs> it just- the horse trader continues to lock the door. He does not look up as he speaks. 
Not today. I am closed. <laughs> today, I go to the games. The horse trader stands and looks at Maximus. His gnarled face freezes in fear. He backs away. Yes, sir. And one other. The horse trader continues to back away. Yes, sir. The horse trader disappears amongst the horses. Marius looks at Maximus. He fears you. Why? I suspect he thinks I'm someone else. Also, I showed him my dick. <laughs> Check out my horse. <laughs> the horse trader returns with two horses, his face spooked. The horse trader gives the reins to Maximus. He hands, His hands shake as he does so. Exterior, road on the outskirts of Rome, midday. Maximus and Marius ride their horses down a dusty, empty road. <laughs> Sorry. I just immediately got um, Tribute by Tenacious D stuck in my head. <laughs> down a long and empty road. <laughs> <clears throat> they ride them hard. Oh, man. The sun beats down. Maximus and Marius draw to a halt. There is a road that veers off and leads to a farm. This seems unlikely. I'm pretty sure there's no veering of the roads here. It's just the one. Wasn't... You ride well, Marius. Yes, I have always known how. <clears throat> Marius points to the farm. There. The farm is there. That's right. That is a farm. <laughs> That's a farm. You know geography well, Marius. There is a road, and this is a brown horse. We got to Toledo fast. <laughs> We're in Spain. Me ride horse good. That farm. <laughs> Dad stabby stabby. Oh, we should read him as, as Ralph Wiggum. For the <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. I'm in danger. <laughs> Wait, do we want to make that decision now? <laughs> <laughs> Maximus and Marius move their horses down the road to the farm. Standing in front of the farmhouse are James and his brother, Justin. Oh, bro. Oh, bro. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to farm. Welcome to farm. <laughs> this is the Jesus farm, bro. Right, right off of road. <laughs> right on the outskirts of Rome. Oh, how do you get here? Like, there's the one road, right? And then when it veers, veer, dude. Just veer, bro. Just go with it, bro. Yeah, man. Welcome to farm. James and his brother Justin, who walk toward Maximus and Marius as they approach. He ran out of names. <laughs> and then Ted Tedius Tedius Exterior, the Colosseum, Rome, midday. The Colosseum's in Rome, everybody. Can you imagine having your kingdom overthrown by Maximus, Marius, and Justin? <laughs> <laughs> Curse you! There James. was a Justinian. There was an emperor Justinian. Yeah, Justinian, just, not yeah. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a historical apologetic. What can I say? <laughs> the Colosseum teams with people. 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 The people scream and cheer and shout at the carnage they witness in the arena. The ground of the arena. The grounds of the arena have been flooded, and in four foot of water, a naval battle ensues. How? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. 
Uh, just canoes is a naval battle? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Something is happening, you Jeff. Shut your dinghy. mouth hole. You shut up. Let this happen. I want to know. You know what? You're right. I apologize. <laughs> and in four foot of water, a naval battle ensues. Period. Pause. Think. Think. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm going to keep going. Kamikaze! An ostrich runs at them. The water roils with 100 alligators <laughs> that have been released in the water. In four foot of water? They're alive. Wait, wait, guys. Next word. Gladiators! Ah! Fire arrows! We finally have gladiators. Cool. Pack it up! Go home! Fire air. It only took 80 pages of a script titled Gladiator 2 to get to a fucking gladiator. Gladiators fire arrows, throw spears, launch fireballs as the two vessels approach each other. What vessels? It didn't say vessels. <laughs> it said naval battle. Until one of them gets pissed and just gets it out of the boat and walks kind of... over to the other boat. I think they're rafts, maybe. <laughs> he, just, he just gets out and walks and starts shaking the boat. It's four feet. Like, he's just like wading through the water like, you pieces of shit. Well, there's also 100 alligators. <gasps> I'm not wading in that water. He can walk on top of a hundred alligators, and I'm actually not afraid of alligators. Those are hungry gators. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, Christians kneel on the decks, hands clasped in prayer. Good luck with that. Some Christians impaled on spears and arrows. <laughs> they were praying too, I bet. Fall from the vessels and are torn apart by the alligators. <laughs> Decius and his retinue watch the proceedings with blood-hungry delight. Decius rises to his feet. Hold on. Decius was like, only arrest this man. Yep, yep. Your bloodshed is... Cr oh, look at the alligators eat them! <laughs> but they're already dead when they get eat. It's not even fun. That, well, that, it doesn't say they're dead. It says impaled with spears and arrows. I think dead is pretty heavily implied yeah, by I impaled. Like death. The the life expectancy of an impaled person is drastically you, reduced. You could get shot with an arrow and be alive. This is where they put the Wilhelm scream in when they fall into the gator pit. Um. Christians kneel on the deck, hands clasped in prayer. Some Christians, impaled on spears and arrows, fall from the vessels and are torn apart by alligators. There we go. Decius and his retinue watch the proceedings with blood-hungry delight. Blood-hungry. <laughs> Decius rises to his feet and cheers as a fireball explodes on the deck of one of the vessels. Lucius makes his way through the retinue toward Decius. Decius sees Lucius and beckons him over. Look about you, Lucius. The people are pleased. A roar goes up as the two vessels collide and gladiators leap from one vessel to the other, hacking and thrusting their spears. We must speak, sire. Speak? Now? Decius laughs. The, cr <laughs> the crowd roars. Now? It is a matter of great urgency, sire. A matter of what? Great urgency, sire. They are rising up against us. Who are rising up? The Christians, sire. The Christians? <laughs> a 
Are you going to keep repeating everything I say in a question? Another great roar goes up as one of the vessels begins to tip and Christians and gladiators alike slide across the deck and fall screaming into the water. <laughs> the water churns with blood and death. Oh, I have the thing on the wrong thing. There we go. The water churns with blood and death. Decius points at the terror-crazed scene before him. He laughs, high-pitched and hysterical. <laughs> Them! Rise up! I have three dead gods who pay testament to it. They killed your gods? The Christians? Three of them, sire, slain. Another... Three, under seven olive trees. <laughs> also, there's one no space there, so that's actually th that Christians. The Christians. That Christians. That Christians. Another roar goes up. Decian, Decius cranes to see the carnage. Decius looks at Lucius. The day is drawing close. The Roman citizens must honor the edict. Give me their names, sire. You will have them. Then you may do as you will. I, I like how they just glossed over the fact that they killed Cassius. Cassian? Yeah. Also. Like, they didn't even talk about it. They're like. Well, he told him not to. He's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they stabbed him to death with pens and ten students. Right. <laughs> He's yeah. like, they killed three guards. Why? Uh. uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also, what is this edict? The day is drawing close. The Roman citizens... Oh, the edict. That's... Uh, yeah, they were talking about some kind of... He's uh, he's going to... Kill have, the have, firstborn or gonna something? He's going to have everybody make a sacrifice. Yeah. The Jews are exempt for reasons never discussed. He's just like, the Jews are exempt, of course. Because they're Jews. They worship the same God as the Christians, but... Pff, fuck it. Not the Jesus part. He killed, they killed his son. And... <laughs> Oh, and then the idea was that the Christians will see it as an affront to their Lord to make a sacrifice. Uh, and so then you'll know who they are. Sexist, then you'll know who they are. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Whoever doesn't sacrifice something is a Christian. And then we'll stab them in the neck with pens <laughs> because that's the most efficient way to kill someone. <laughs> Giraffe. The pen is mightier than the sword, after <laughs> My all. My alligators are choking on all these Christians. <laughs> right off camera, you can't see. But up there, see, look, they're dead. It's so cool down there, just left of center. <laughs> <laughs> Whose names? Give me their names, sire. Who, where is he? The f oh, I guess the, when he does the edict. And then he gets the names of all the people that didn't sacrifice. And then, yeah. The frenzied crowd cheers the victorious gladiators stand on the deck of the remaining vessel, brandishing their weapons in the air. Decius claps half-heartedly, his jubilant mood gone. He sits down. Mordecai sits beside him. What? what? Lucius sits down and leans toward Decius. There is more, sire. Decius sighs. Mordecai leans in closer to hear. A man helps them. A man? <laughs> Iron Man? <laughs> he was there in Lyon, but I have seen him before many years ago. Where? 
Here. Decius gestures around him. Here? Well, everything <laughs> he's just repeating with questions. Welcome to my world. <laughs> he was a gladiator. And? He was Maximus Meridius. Is that how you spell Meridius? I... I thought it was more like Meridian. Meridius, yeah. Maximus Desmus Meridius, general of the northern armies, etc. Something... Father to a murdered son. Legion, legion, father to a murdered son. Legion, legion. To a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Or if I come back to this one, from the next. From that next one. He's getting his vengeance in the next life. On a dusty road to Rome. Retry. Uh, Maximus Marius? He is dead. I saw him die. I know. So did I. You remember my dad was fighting him? My dad killed him? <laughs> you, you remember? You I know. Was, I was totally sitting here. You remember that? Lucius. Well, by the way, why am I not emperor? Lucius Phoenix. <laughs> Can you... Dude, I don't remember you from the first movie. Why am I... Why are you the emperor? I'm confused. Should we fight, bro? <laughs> I'm really handsome. Decius looks out with his spooked face. Lucius stands, pats down his uniform. Mordecai leans away, his eyes, his eyebrows raised, querulously. Querulously. Interior, farm of James, outside Rome, <laughs> afternoon. Maximus, Marius, James, and Justin stand in a room in the farmhouse. James embraces Marius. We're here. <clears throat> We're sorry to hear of your father, Marius. He was a great man. <laughs> Thank you, James. Justin embraces Marius. He's with God now. Marius turns and moves to a window. He looks out. Yes, he is. But we are not. <laughs> he turns and faces James and Justin. We are here on Earth and our business is not done. Dozens more have died today in the Colosseum. And you will continue to die. James and Justin look at Maximus. Who are you? He is a friend. A friend? <laughs> he saved my life. His name is Maximus. He can be trusted. Well, yes, because his name isn't Tim. A friend? A friend? Justin moves forward. Toward Maximus. We saw you before at the meeting. You're a soldier. How many of you are there? How many? How many of you are there that are willing to fight? Dude, we don't fight. You remember? <laughs> Bro, this we is We had this talk. <laughs> the farm of Justin. <laughs> we grow like radishes and we shower <laughs> in our own pee and stuff. Here at Farm Ala James, like. <laughs> We don't really deal with Rome shit, man. We're on the outskirts. We deal with outskirt Rome shit, bro. But look, we got a tent that we do mushrooms in. <laughs> I, I don't know why this is a commune suddenly. I love it. <laughs> Farmala James. We fixed it. Would you like us to like tie dye your breastplate for you, man? Because <laughs> we got like this bucket. Yeah. With like berry juices it'll take a while though it's like a week or two because we gotta find it <laughs> and it has to ferment 
because I got a horse. <laughs> this is the first kombucha ever fermented in a rhino belly, man. <laughs> it became Cheech. <laughs> this is burned in a rhino belly, man. <laughs> I changed Jane's voice now. <laughs> and we've got like like one with nature here because we made a teepee out of this draft that was struck by lightning. It's how we commune with Jesus in the lightning draft tent. <laughs> the lightning giraffe tent. But we gotta make money somehow, bro. Like you don't get road front fucking property for nothing, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's veer front property really, but veer front <laughs> property. Everybody that comes comes in hot, bro. But when when they widen the road to the to to incorporate the veer, we're gonna be on the forefront. Justin started a lemonade stand right at the crossroads, but it didn't work out too well. They wanted like they're like, "Where's your permit?" And then like. Some some bitch called nine one one is like there's there's this black kid out here selling lemonade. Whoa, Justin's black. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whoa, Justin's black. <laughs> I'm black. <laughs> Guys, I would I would like to say that we're riffing, but I think what we're really doing is like a we just hate this script so much. <laughs> or a defense mechanism. <laughs> we're the antibodies like going in and fixing this shit. <laughs> We are the white blood cells attacking Nick Cave's writing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, look, read your last line again. Uh, how many of you are there that are willing to fight? James and Justin look at each other. <laughs> Two and seven olive trees. It's a little too late for that. You forgot to eat it. We've got one fountain, bro. <laughs> the edict. <laughs> In 20 days, each citizen must make a sacrifice to the gods. Those who fail to do this will be rounded up. We Christians will become more blood sport for the mob. Our faith is well tested. Some have already left Rome, but there is nowhere to run. The emperor has sworn to impose the edict throughout the empire. Marius turns to the window again. Then we have little choice. You can fight or you can die. James and Justin look at Maximus. How many are you? Dude, two. <laughs> I mean, count. Look around. So, it's right. us. I got, you want to see the registry? <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to start from the top. I got two lines. <clears throat> How many are you? We are strong men, but we're not soldiers. We have no weapons. <laughs> Marius turns from the window and moves across the room and stands by Maximus. That, there is more lines, more, he used more words to describe Marius walking over to Maximus than an entire fight in which Maximus murdered three people. And this next line! How many are you? James and Justin look at Maximus and Marius. Cut. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we're gone. We're out of there. We're out of there, everybody. Oh, fuck we're somewhere me. else now. <laughs> Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. 
What's up, docs and docettes? Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes critic here, and if you like old cartoons and watching online reviewers dissect them, then you probably said the same thing I did about two years ago. Hey, what the fuck? Watch your language, bud. Every Saturday morning, I do a brand new commentary of a Warner Brothers short. All throughout the month, I do video essays examining the history of these cartoons. Catch my videos on youtube.com slash ferriswheelhouse2, or just use the hashtag LooneyTunesCritic. And now, here's Eric Bauza, the new voice of Bugs Bunny. You've been listening to the Looney Tunes Critic. Ain't he a stinker? Lights, camera, action. So the movie's kaput. Which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, back to table reads. I don't think that guy can count, man. <laughs> oh, bro. Like, he kept asking us the same question. <laughs> I don't... How many are there of us? He's like, how many are you? And I'm There's... like, this many, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm like... Six, seventeen, maybe. Yeah. Dude, there are there are fourteen of Justin and eight of me, <laughs> <laughs> and then we have one Tim. We're, yeah, <laughs> Tim, bro. Like he, he's not, he's he's not like, really feeling. He always puts his bro. tent up outside next to the well, and I think he pees in it. He also has <laughs> spent a long time in the mushroom tent, and like he just keeps talking about. How he is a glass of milk. I don't know. If you get near him, he will scream not to spill him. It happens. It is not good if you push him over. I feel like if we did spill him, that would probably be a sin. If you want to hang out here for a while, we need a new El Presidente de Mushrooms. And Jesus said, thou shalt not spill if you're a milk friend. <laughs> Lightning bolt. I fed some of these mushrooms to that rhino earlier. Hope everything worked out for him. <laughs> Fade in. Oh, nice. <laughs> the door. <laughs> this would have been perfect for the farm. All right, let's read the whole farm scene again. Farm again. <laughs> We're back at the forge. Interior. Forge music. Interior. The forge. Rome. Day. The door to the forge is shut, but daylight streams through the window. Juba raises high his hammer and pounds at his anvil. No subtext. Ting! Ting! Just, Justin hammers at another one beside him. Dink! Marius Dink. drops a red-hot piece of metal into cold water, and it hisses violently. <laughs> Marius works with him. There is great concentration and industry. The metal clangs. Ting. The Ting. fire roars. It's like an A-team montage. Yeah. Interior of the Forge. Rome. Late night. Maxis, <clears throat> Maximus and Marius sit alone in the forge. It is lamplit. In the dim light, there is evidence of spears and swords and arrowheads that have been forged. Maximus and Marius sit together in the gloom. Marius picks up a sword and holds it in his hand. I am wondering what my father would have thought of this. That sword can save your life, Marius. Conversation continues. Oh, thank God. It says, Conversation continues. In all caps, at the bottom of this page. He's not even trying. You guys think of it. <laughs> Wait, what? 
The sword will say, so I don't have to do anything? The sword will just do it? Is there a command? Is it voice activated? This is how he writes improv? I guess. Conversation continues. That's it. Lucius moves to the back of the forge and lies down on a pallet on the floor. Maximus turns to- I can't do this. Wait, wait. Wait, why is wait, wait, why there? is Lucius at the forge? What? That's a real good point. Who are you? Why is he taking a nap? Lucius moves to the back of the forge and lies down on a pallet on the floor. <laughs> it's supposed to be Marius. I'm gonna kill you guys tomorrow. Sire. <laughs> but I'm Sire. I came here to murder you, but I'm sleepy. Fucking dog I am, tired. I'm tired I, from killing all these Christians. I stopped by this mushroom tent, and now <laughs> I'm just so sleepy. And you guys are cute. <laughs> Just met this cool dude named Lucius, man. <laughs> why is Lucius? I let this really handsome dude in. <laughs> I mean, his armor is so shiny. This this is where he lost Russell. Russell's like, don't like him, mate. It's not it. It's not it. It's not it, mate. Don't like it. Um, Maximus turns to see Mordecai leaning on the furnace. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> Mordecai looks around him at the piles of weaponry. Planning on spilling a little blood, my friend. Will you haunt me all of my days? Until eternity itself has said its prayers. Maximus gets asked a question, responds with a question. Wait, I, we're still looking for Hephaestus. <laughs> no, we're I not. I forgot about this. Oh, we found Hephaestus. Yeah, Where? Who? Hephaestus was he like... He was in the desert. Hephaestus like... Eight... Maximus, and, and then, then Maximus chest bursted. Bursted out of the Christian. Yeah. Hephaestus pushed Maximus out through the chest of a dying Christian. I feel, I feel like this whole story is just in James's head in the mushroom tent. <laughs> like, it's Tim in the mushroom tent. <laughs> yeah, he's tripped out. I am the milk. <laughs> okay, so, side story. Um, that was based on a true story. I knew a girl named Peaches who was tripping balls one night and she kept saying that she was a glass of orange juice and if you got near her, she freaked out because you thought she thought she was going to get spilt. Oh, Hephaestus was going to drink her. This sounds like an interesting night. Right. Where do you meet a girl named Peaches who thinks she's an orange juice glass? The mushroom tin. <laughs> she hangs out with Tim. Okay. Ah. Peaches, get in here. <laughs> Where are you? This this was high school. I didn't do any <laughs> drugs in high school, so oh. I had to hang out with people that did so that I could be entertained. Oh, okay. People are like, you don't do drugs? How do you have fun? I watch you. I hang out with chicks named Peaches. Peaches. Uh, exterior, farm of James. <laughs> and, you know, poor Justin. It's like, yo, man, I'm just, like, renting. <laughs> Wait, why'd they go back? Maybe they're not. <laughs> In a field beyond the farmhouse, 200 Christian men have amassed and stand in a rough formation. Maximus moves. How many are you? Ready to see the new Kevin Sorbo movie. What the fuck? Disappointed. Oh, wait. I think I skipped a line. Mordecai smiles gloomily. Maximus looks away. Marius sleeps. Yeah, it was supposed to be Marius. So we end that scene with Mordecai <laughs> gloomily smiling while Maximus just turns away 
and Mario sleeps in the background. And the main this villain. Is, this, this is, is how a... you keep the kinetic energy in your script. Every scene ends with someone staring at someone and someone else staring away. They move. And hold, 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 <laughs> cut to exterior farm of James outside Rome. Morning. Ooh, there's a brothel coming. They move in and out of the city with such ease. <laughs> like, oh, oh, for people that are like clearly wanted. Right. They're like, leave the town, come back to town, leave the town again, come back into town with men. Come back into town. Come back into town. How do they keep doing this? <laughs> Turns out, sir, we guarded the road. We forgot the veer. <laughs> they just kept coming in and out with a veer. <laughs> James's farm smells funny. We don't go with it. <laughs> Turns out the veer goes to a mushroom tent. And that's where they talk to Jesus. That's where Jesus came from. So we could just let all the Christians move out of Rome <laughs> to James's farm. There's at least 196 of them I just counted. And then, if we put a log across the veer, they'll never get back. Nope. Because when you're on mushrooms, and you're going for a walk, and you see a log, you just stare at it. Looks go, like it might be a bear or like go, a... There's, there's a sleeping tree here. <laughs> I better not wake it up. I don't want to wake it. not wake it up. Let's go back to the tank. Let's <laughs> We'll put really philosophical questions outside the gate. They'll never want to come in. <laughs> How many odd vox could <laughs> fill? Car- carved into the gate of Rome is... If a man isn't a man, is he really a man? Or is he a lightning giraffe? <laughs> so then you have 200 Christians going, wow. Whoa. And then the oil comes. <laughs> Fucking hippies. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I love this script now. I love our version of this. The, our version is way better. It's way Ours better. would have got made. I like it, mate. I love it. I love it. This is fun. It speaks to the kids. Do you really have mushrooms? <laughs> I like the Eric Idle accent. Like someone needs to have that in this movie when it gets made. <laughs> Some finds in life are bad. This script for one. <clears throat> That's all. Uh, 200 Christian men have amassed and stand in a rough formation. Maximus moves past them, looking into their faces. They stare back, young, old, and in between, with a grim determination. Did all of their fathers just get murdered with pens? Like, why suddenly are all of them getting, like, totally willing to turn their backs on their Jesus teachings. 200 men gonna fight it out in Rome. If you fight it out, if you defeat the emperor, one day you can have a TV show where you tell people they'll go to hell and you'll get a yacht and a private jet. Plane full of demons. (laughs) (laughs) He made such a good deal for me. It would have been crazy not to buy it. It might have been because they were like getting stabbed with spears and fed to alligators. Mm. Mm, no, they mm. were like, yeah, you know, if, if God wills it, sure. That's what Jesus wants, man. Jesus was like... Listen, Jesus gets what he wants. Je- <laughs> Jesus was on the mount, and he said, yo, bro, sometimes an alligator's going to eat you, and you just got to be like, 
All right, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go visit my my buddy JC when this alligator's done eating me. Turn turn the other cheek. Melodious Olstein was out there like, guys, listen. If everybody here gives me ten dollars, <laughs> I can buy the nicest sword you've ever seen. <laughs> Slays five minute, Will. Guys, I have a fish and one slice of bread. We are gonna feast. <laughs> <laughs> also drink my blood. Gross. What? No, I'm I just <laughs> uh yeah, it's it's cool. Don't worry about it. Uh, There's a brothel. He pulls a canvas sheet. Juba stands by a trailer. (laughs) He pulls back a canvas sheet to reveal a pile of spears and swords. Interior, brothel, Rome, night. Lucius lies in a large sunken marbled bed. The room is dim in the yellow lamplight. Steam curls of the water. Oh, marble bath. Did I read bed? I, I think I said bed. Bed. You're brothel. You were in a brothel. <laughs> so I thought bed. A large Lucius sunken lies in bed. a large sunken marbled bath. The room is dim in the yellow lamplight. Steam curls off the water, I guess. A female attendant stands statue-like beside the bath, holding a large jug of water. Against an opposing wall sit two prostitutes, young, naked, motionless, knees together. You know, how you want a prostitute. Motionless, with her knees together. Not sexy laying around anywhere. This is the worst episode of Game of Thrones I have ever seen. Season 8. Lucius stares out, the knot of muscles working in his jaw. Because when you're in a brothel, those are the muscles you want working. All is still in the gloom. All is quiet. Sire! Lucius looks to the door. Enter. A guard enters the room, stares out, and does not look at Lucius. Speak. We have found out where he's hiding, sire. Lucius nods. The guard exits. Lucius stares out, and all is as before. Fuck. That We'll get is, through this eventually. It's terrible. Stares out, and all is as okay, before. Okay, this guy's in the bath. There's some naked women just... Sitting around. Sitting there like they're in a doctor's office. Yeah. Like, that's what I imagine. Or like they're waiting for the... To, or the bus. To see the yeah. principal. Yeah. And then, knock, knock. Come in. We found him. Leave without a word. <laughs> and then he just stares out. Excellent. He didn't even say excellent. <laughs> yeah, he just... All right, I'm going to end this. I'm going to end he this. He just nods. Oh, I'm going to end this scene with a man staring. Yeah. That feels right. For the 50th time. All right. (laughs) Oh, this is rant. Staring. All right, I'm done. It's done for the day. I'll come back to it tomorrow. What the hookers do? (laughs) I want to see some titties. (laughs) All right, guys. Classy titties. All right, bad seeds. Come come gather around. I've had an idea for a song. It's going to end with us just <laughs> staring. So we're going to play our instruments. It's going to meander nowhere. We're all going to play different songs. <laughs> and that's it. We just stop all at the same time. 
And we just stare at the audience. This character's relatable. You know, you ever fuck the hooker with the knees together? You know how that goes? <laughs> well, I'm in the bath. I'm looking at a hooker. And I'm like, why are you lounging? Sit up. Put your knees together. <laughs> why do you... <laughs> You're looking like a whore. What are you... <laughs> What are you on break? You got time to break. You got time to break. Fuck this shit. Exterior, Farm of James. I, I can't even get over how he keeps saying that. I wish, somebody, I wish there was an announcer. Farm of James. We need to get the Smash Bros. Guy. Farm of James. Outside Rome, just off the veer. Day. In the field beyond the farmhouse, there is great activity as the 200 Christians fire 420 arrows. No. Fire. No, he does not say that. Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, 420. <laughs> as the 200 Christians fire arrows, throw spears at a wall of straw bales, bring down their swords, Maximus and Juba move among them, preparing them to die. None of these people are trained, like... And there's only 200 of them. This is not a lot of people no, to like take Rome. on Rome. 200 people, you need an insurgency. Like, you start running the vendors, getting close to everything, start controlling the supplies. That's not a frontal attack. They're gonna, they're gonna go people. to Thermopylae. At the you, hot gates. You have gathered here <laughs> to fight against the oppression of Rome. You have gathered here to rise up. In 15 to 20 years of focused insurgency and subjugation, subterfuge, <laughs> we will have our, not vengeance, just sort of destabilization, and then we can work on... <laughs> have you seen his diet? He'll be dead by then. <laughs> he just starts a health club. <laughs> We're going to outlast the bastards. Fish. Wine, that's it. That's it. <laughs> While his drafts are getting struck by lightning. Also, he was the general of Rome. And they haven't brought up that with 200 people, he's like, oh, we're going to try something good. Like, we're going to try something good. Like, like, this could be a time where he's like utilizing 200 people in military formation, just like he did in the gladiator yeah, no, arena. He's like, all right, practice slashing at that hay bale. Good, I guess. You're fucking gonna die. That's tra he trained prisoners to do phalanxes and how to military take out all these fucking guards. And with these guys, like, we're gonna hit them with the front and punch them in the mouth. Interior, the forge, Rome, day. The door to the forge is shut. Juba hammers at a sword on his anvil, his muscles rippling. Mm. The door opens and daylight streams into the dim interior. Juba brings down his hammer with a great clang, but does not look up. Maximus? Juba... I bet nothing bad's gonna happen now. Oh, for sure. No, this is great. But does not look up. He said, not foreshadowing at all. Juba brings down his hammer again. Sparks fly of the metal. Juba looks up into the light. Lucius stands, backlit and silhouetted. Juba squints at the figure. Maximus? Exterior. Street between stable and forge. Are you giving us directions? 
street between stable and forge, about a block down from the McDonald's. Shit. Maximus, who has left his horse at the stable, walks along the street toward the forge. The horse trader stands outside the stable and watches Maximus walk away, his face fearful. The whole of Rome speaks of you. Maximus continues walking. Let them talk. Mordecai moves up beside Maximus. They say you are the great gladiator returned from the dead. You fucking know I am. What? <laughs> Mordecai laughs. <laughs> then stops laughing. <laughs> Mordecai. Oh. Shit. I lost my spot. I don't even know how that happened. Um, and for once, the people are right. <laughs> yeah, that's your line. Page 88. I, my fantastic Android tablet just went bananas. Page 88. I'm getting there. Oh, so like it completely it, it crashed completely on you? Cr everything crashed on me, yeah. What have you been doing to the rug? <laughs> what are you doing to my rug? I'm going to do something to your rug. Oh. <laughs> Come, Maximus. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Are you there? Uh, I'm there. Uh, and for once, and for once, the people are right. Maximus arrives at the forge. He takes hold of the handle of the door. Maximus turns to Mordecai. Go now. Let me be. Mordecai leans close to Maximus. But I have some advice for you. Maximus pulls open the door of the forge. Mordecai leans in further and whispers into Maximus's ear. Beware. <laughs> Maximus enters the forge. Solid. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Interior, the forge, Rome, evening. Maximus enters the forge. It is dark and it is quiet. Maximus moves into the forge and lights a lamp. The lamp spills forth its yellow light. A chain clanks. Are you a ghost? Maximus turns as Lucius steps out of the shadows on the opposite side of the forge. Two guards stand behind him. Lucius stares at Maximus with his pale eyes. One of the guards' hands rests on the crank of a winch. Are you a specter, Maximus Meridius? Maximus slowly draws his sword. Let us find out. Lucius's eyes look up and move across the heavy chain of the hauling device. The pulleys and the counterweight. Lucius's eyes alight on Juba, who stands at the other end of the forge, his hands bound, the chain around his neck. He is gagged. His face has been beaten. Juba looks at Maximus, his eyes wide. Move one step closer and my god will release the lever. Your friend's neck will snap like a twig. Now... Put up your sword. Lucius moves a step closer. I wish to speak with you. Release him. He is not part of this. You must understand, Gladiator. I have to take precautions. You are well versed in the art of killing. Oh, how you used to swing that sword. You will die. I will see to that. Perhaps. But not this day. What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> Forgive me, Maximus, but I am confused about many things. As a boy, <laughs> I liked other boys. <laughs> As a little boy, I watched a Roman general. 
who became a gladiator, bring down the very heavens upon his foes. When he died, I stood by my mother and we wept, and all of Rome wept with us. He was a soldier, a great warrior, yet he stands before me now. How can that be? Do not despair. You will see the heavens tumbling down again. Lucius waves his hand dismissively and smiles, almost sadly. But I am further confused. Not only does this man stand before me now, but he forges an alliance with a sect of infidels whose belief defy all that he has ever fought for. I mean, Maximus, we are fighters, you and I. We are warriors. Roman warriors. Again, I am much perturbed. <laughs> what the fuck? Hashtag relatable. Hashtag perturbed. Uh, <clears throat> I knew your mother well. She was a good woman. It would appear that she gave birth to a snake. So he recognizes Lucius. Well, he was kind to Lucius. Yeah. Lucius was a kind boy to him. And now he's just like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you. Let's not talk this out. Let's let's get to the murder stab stab. Oh, I was new when you were a kid. I was going to end up sloshing your fucking head off. <laughs> you always been a little shit. You, know, you remember how I pulled your dad's intestines out of his asshole <laughs> in front of everybody? I'll do that to you. The haves and the have-nots we were. You're next. I might I'm about to cleft your palate. <laughs> do not weep. Not yet, small boy. Uh... <clears throat> Again, Lucius waves away Maximus's retort. A good woman, yes, but a vulnerable one. After you died, Maximus, she lost heart. She became remote, distant. They preyed on her, these <clears throat> Christians. They lured her in. They poured their cup of poison into her ears. Filled her poor mind with their foul notions of glory. Glory through martyrdom. She was set upon by a mob and stoned to death. My good mother. She knelt in the dirt, wrung her hands, and flung her empty prayers to the stars. Meanwhile, the mob tore her asunder. Those fanatics that you abet, that you protect. Maximus, they cheered her on. She worshipped you. Lucius smiles sadly. As did I. Maximus and Lucius stare at on another. <laughs> And what now? Are we fated to do battle, you and I? We who are so alike. <laughs> Maximus. I too have a shell made out of my breastplate. And I am undead. I am a turtle man. You know, just us two ghosts. <laughs> Come. Now now that I've filled you in on... What the fuck is on that? Why Connie Nielsen isn't here. I hope he was walking around, like, maybe the character was supposed to be, like, chewing the scenery, like, poking oh, no, shit, have you not just read staring the at him. No, they, he was just standing there with his arms at his side, going, and then my mom was sad. <laughs> He's the king of exposition, like. <laughs> but he does it in monologues, yeah. like, huge paragraphs. Yeah, it's like he's gonna, next thing he's gonna do is tie up Maximus and then explain his plot for world domination to him. I hope that's what happened. You long-winded fuck. <laughs> Maximus stares at Lucius. <clears throat> we are not alike, and fate has no part in this. I will see you again. 
in this life or the next. <laughs> wait, wait, do I get to say it? No. Oh, in this life. That's all. Oh, I'm going to cut it off right there. Leave people wanting more, they say. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. No fanfare in this one. No gladiating. Don't finish the lines. Lots of monologues <laughs> about mothers. <laughs> Lucius nods. Lucius nods. I think so. <laughs> Fall asleep. The fuck is this crap? Lucius waves his hand. Lucius <laughs> waves his hand. Farewell. Go to your friend, ghost. Maximus moves across the room to Juba. He pulls the chain from Juba's neck. The winch crank spins. The iron counterweight drops with an enormous clang to the floor. Maximus unsheaths his sword and turns to face Lucius and his guards. They are gone. Maximus unties Juba's hands. Juba tears off his gag. Juba, smarting with humiliation, looks at Maximus. I am sorry, Maximus. Are you all right, my friend? Juba nods. I look forward to killing that man. Maximus stares at the door. The door swings open. Marius stands in the doorway. Fade out. So, we started off with a script that was pretty bad, and then it got worse, and then, for a little bit, it swung up into being even worse before continuing on to getting yet worse. Is that a fair assessment? I mean, at least the parts earlier where it was pretty bad, it wasn't boring. Like, we were having fun with it. Yeah. James, James and Justin are fun. Like Yeah, yeah, that's because we were having fun with it. <laughs> we, we, our brains went into survival mode and were like, do something entertaining so we don't die. So I remember a fun thing that you said, um, where you said that the spacing was uh, made for a script, so that it was typically going to be one minute, Per page. Right. So we have 12 pages left. <laughs> so in 12 minutes, we're going to wrap up this Lucius thing, save the Christians, dethrone the emperor, figure out the Hephaestus and the gods situation, and then Maximus lives happily ever well, after. Well, they like uh, tell Marius that he's his dad. They got to do that too. So yeah. they got 12 minutes to do all that. Well, Jesus comes back. That's how... Keep in mind, he's thrown that away by using the wrong font. The formatting is not quite right. And he does things like they fight. Maximus <laughs> cuts them down. I forgot about That's that. That's clearly a three-minute fight scene. I figured it and out. And it takes one-twentieth of a page. Maximus is Jesus. <gasps> Jesus was Spanish. <laughs> From Toledo. From Toledo. By way of Australia. You got turned right at the beer. <laughs> 12 pages, guys. Man, that's like... This is the most action-packed episode of Table Read you'll ever hear. That's Next like time. one more episode. It's a six-episode script. That's, that's about average. All right. I'm digging this. We did it. Yeah. Almost. 
we we did this to you, dear listener. <laughs> Inflicted it on you. I'm sure the listeners, like by this point, are like, "Can I just join the Christians in the four feet of naval battle with the alligators?" <laughs> the alligators. Just impale me on a spear, why don't you? They were the Chris. The alligators were the critics. <laughs> All right, real quick, uh, Joshua, plug your shit. Uh, if you would like to have the the wonderful melodious tones of Joshua J Baker on any of your voiceover projects, you can hook up with me at joshuajbaker.com or Joshua and he means hook up with hook up with wink wink. I got a I get he sw- puts out I people. get I get sweaty in that forge with you any day of the week. Straight smash. Uh, joshuajbaker.com and Joshua J Baker VO on Insta. All right. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Table Reads, on Instagram at the Table Reads, on Facebook at facebook.com slash table reads. And then you can find us on your platform of choice, be it YouTube or iHeartRadio or Stitcher or Spreaker or something that I, I don't even know. Um, but any anywhere you get your podcasts, type in the name of that thing, .tablereadspodcast.com, and you can find it there. You can subscribe. You can like us. Um, you can dislike us if that's a feature on your platform. I don't know. Yeah, comment and tell us how much this script sucks. Yeah, or how much I suck. I'll be the fodder. You suck, Jeff. Yeah, that's one already. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, do that thing. Let us know what you think. Um, and we will see you next week. And as always, until then, we miss you. We miss you. This podcast was created by Sean McBee. For more, visit TableReadsPodcast.com. Cut to black.